Welcome to the Soul Savvy Podcast, your home to sneaker culture, community, and connections. Our goal is to provide you with industry insights that you can't find anywhere else, as well as news and stories from the people who helped build sneaker culture into what it is today. From designers to photographers to brand experts, we give you the real scoop on what's going on in the sneaker world as it relates to you, the consumer. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Soul Savvy Podcast. I'm very excited today to talk to Gary here. He's going to introduce himself in a second, but anytime we can speak with um, a true sneakerhead who's working in this space, it's always exciting to pick their brain and learn a little bit about what's going on. Um, Gary, how are you doing, man? Everything's good, man. I appreciate y'all having me. This is a, this is an honor. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, tell the people who might not be familiar with you, um, who you are, what you do, and anything that uh, can help us you know, set the tone. Absolutely. Um, hey, everybody. I am uh, Gary Thaniel. Um, I work for eBay, where I am the general manager of sneakers and now streetwear. Um, been a longtime sneakerhead. Um, we'll get into my story, um, but uh, it's something I've been passionate about for a long time. So um, the opportunity to be on the podcast is just an honor. Um, reside right now in the Bay Area, but I'm an East Coast boy, originally from Baltimore. Spent most of my you know, uh, adult years in New York, which uh, has great sneaker culture as well. But um, living out yeah. here in the Bay, which is beautiful right now, it's been raining a little bit. So um, you know, I'm not used to that. So needless to say, my 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 Jays haven't touched cement in a while because yeah. can't, can't break your commandments. But um, no, but you can't. Excited, excited to be here with y'all right now. No, I, I appreciate you joining us. Um, we connected over, um, you know, some, some light business conversations, and as I got to to know you, I realized this this guy is he loves his shoes. He's he's a true born sneakerhead, and um, I, again, I wanted to talk to you, so I appreciate you taking the time to join us. Um, let's start with your um, with your sneaker origin story, because everyone has a moment a memory a shoe something that that always uh, sticks with them and that they resonate with like this is why i i love sneakers and the culture surrounding it all right so my i always tell everyone the sneaker is a is a a shoe that like everybody kind of knows and remembers so my sneaker origin story started with the concord jordan 11 when it was released in the mid 90s so 15 ish years old not quite 16 yet um i was one that was like hey i really want some sneakers really want these sneakers really want these sneakers ma really you need to get me these sneakers um (laughs) up until that point i played like a lot of sports you guys big guy played football um uh hooped a little bit and um and uh also did track so i never had a job so my mom one day looks at me she's like look if you want those sneakers i just bought you a pair of sneakers a couple weeks ago she actually didn't say sneakers. In Baltimore, we call them tennis shoes. We said, you yeah. want to pair of tennis, then you need to go get a job. So me being the big, bold 15-year-old I am, I was like, I'll go get a job. Like I'm getting my sneakers, blah, blah, blah. So I go yeah. and I get a job at McDonald's, um, okay. working the weekend shift in the morning. And it was the hardest month of work that I ever had in my life because it was exactly one month. I got enough for my J's and I got out. Like... But I got my J's. That's what I can say. I got my J's. And, um, you know, I tell everyone the the feeling you get when you put that shoe on your foot for the first time, like I still get that feeling now, like depending on what shoe I put on, 
almost any shoe I put on, really, I just feel like it, it completes the outfit. So, you know, I worked yeah. at McDonald's. I quit after one month just because I was just like, wow, these old people really know to the penny how much their stuff costs. And if you yeah. charge them the wrong thing, they will let you have it. And I was like, I just can't. I, was like, I can't do this. Yeah. It was, I, 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 t- I tell everyone, like, it gave me a new appreciation for food services, but like, or the hospitality yeah. sector. Um, but, um, but yeah, that shoe for me just was everything. And to this day, I still say the Concord Jordan 11 is the greatest shoe ever created. For me, it's just, it's beautiful. It's um, versatile. Um, yeah. I actually think it's pretty comfortable. Um, and, I'm sorry. and for me, the nostalgia of when that shoe dropped, what it did for like 16, 15, 16 year old Gary, you know, yeah. it was like every time I put it on, like if I have, like there's been times where I have, um, a big meeting and every time I put it on I'm just like all right cool I, I, uh, this will be a good meeting because I got this shoe on like it's it's almost like Superman putting his cape on uh, I, I love it I was gonna uh, make the same analogy it's I have I don't have my first ever pair and actually let me ask you do you have your original pair of Concord 11s or is you've I don't replace them at this point yeah I don't I've replaced sure. them um unfortunately yeah. um but I do have my they weren't they weren't originals but they were the retro space jams from, I want to say 2002 or 2001, the first time they retro the space jam 11s. I still have those and nice. um, the soul's fallen off. But if I, re- if I could get the soul regal, it, it hasn't crumbled, which I really appreciate. It hasn't crumbled. It's just yeah. the blue has come off. I was walking in. Um, I used to, before we moved to the Bay, I lived in, in Jersey. We were living in Newark. And I was literally walking walk to the coffee shop one day and it felt like someone was high five in the bottom of my foot. And I was like, no, oh. babies. But like I oh, could get no. the blue back on. I'm, I'll, I'll probably, you know, if there's any anybody out here who knows um, someone that can help me with that. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it, it's in, it's interesting. Like I, I hear you and wanting to reclude them, but, but there's a part of me that's like issues no, serve, right? serve their life. And like I want to put them on a pedal stool <laughs> and just be like, yo, I wore those into the ground to the point where I felt like I was getting a high five off the cement walking. Um, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Like I was thinking of, I was literally looking at them cause I was cleaning like they're in my, um, I have one, two, I have, I have th- three or four sneaker closets throughout the house. And they, I was in one of the closets and that's where they were. And I was just like, if I do get them glued, I, I literally was just sitting on the bed and my wife came in. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm just thinking, cause I'm like, if yeah. I get them glued, does that mean that I need to get, you know, the soles oxidizing and get and go back to the clear soles. I was like, but if I go back to the clear soles, will people know these? You might think they're like, you know, from, you know, from know years ago, I'm like, these are like from, from, from 2000, early 2000s, like, you know, um, so yeah, I think it's, but, but now you I agree with that. Yeah. But now you have this, the, the trend in sneakers where people are aging and ripping and making their sneakers look as old as possible. So you've got an, authentic original pair truly oh, true, true, true. Um, through, through the og way yeah um because it's interesting it's a trend i never saw coming um and to this day i still think nike planted it somehow some way i don't know how <laughs> but their ability to forecast uh yellowed souls um really early on with the Manier jordan threes uh, the timing was um i'm being a conspiracy theorist now but um yeah it's almost too good to be true it was it was it didn't it didn't line up um what's your collection like right now and did you ever condense because i hear that story a, a lot of times from people who have 
been collecting shoes for you know multiple decades, 15 plus years. Um, I'm nearing that consolidation phase. I've now hit 600. I promised my wife I'll get down to 500. Where are you at in your sneaker journey? So I am, I'm probably around like low twos. So call it 220 to 240. I don't have an exact. Well curated. Very, yep, well, yep. well curated. And I think like me and my wife talk about this all the time because like, she's like, you shouldn't have done like, why did you? Cause I would look at a pair. Like I was, I was like, I was looking at a pair of storm blue one, the OG boys. And I was like, yeah, I'll let those go. Cause she was like, why? And I was like, I just was going through this phase where I was moving apartments. And I feel like every right. time you move space. apartments, you want to like downsize and space. And you're like, all right, I haven't worn these in two years or I've bought them two years ago. And candidly, like, like most collectors I haven't worn them at all. Like, am I ever going to yeah. wear them? And then you're just like, all right, I'm just come up off of them. And you know, like there's, I think at this point, I would like to settle around a nice curated collection of, I would say 150 to 175, like super tight, which yeah. sounds ridiculous to anyone who's not in this world. Super tight. Yeah. Like yeah. I can go in. I feel like one, 150 to 175, I won't forget. I got, I won't forget I have something. Um, yeah. But I also like, you know, like at eBay, I am like what I like to call, unfortunately, I've become the sneaker police. Like the first time you meet people um, in an office or setting, the first thing yeah. they do is they look down at your feet. Like I'm the sneaker guy. Like they're just like, absolutely. They'll, they'll say hi to me. And then the first thing they do is look at my feet. So I can't have like a, like, I can't just be like, uh, I was running it. I was running an errand. So I just had to, you know, if I run into someone I at mean, the mall that works at eBay, they're just going to be like, so is our sneaker guy not coming with it? So, so here's my here's my challenge to you. That sounds like you need 365 pairs, not 175. I, I, well, that's the thing. I feel like 175 give me a little bit of flexibility, but like I also know that like one, it's not going to be a, a permanent 175. Like I'm going to have to have a little bit of like set and then rotation. Here, I I hear you. I feel you on that. I think my challenge over the last let's say five years is the pace of innovation and like quality storytelling and product. Yeah. has quadrupled thousand prior thousand right? so I, you know you know an example for me is like the j balvin um ones they're crazy loud crazy bright have i worn them yet once i think one time in a couple years but every time i look at them like it's a work of art i can't get rid of it and that's how i end up that's one of the reasons i end up at five and another is just like nostalgia you know you travel i traveled to japan and that was around when Atmos released the uh, uh, like Nike box pack. Do you remember those with the yeah. Air Max One, Air Max uh, 9095? Yeah. I saw those everywhere in the street of Japan. And I came back to the US and they were on sale for like 50 bucks. I was like, I love this. I bought all three and, you know, they're in my collection. And uh, yeah, to my wife's, um, let's say, enjoyment, I have 500 pairs of sneakers at home. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm I'm fortunate where my my wife isn't a sneakerhead, but she likes sneakers. So I'm fortunate where like if I go on a on a on a on a little bit of a, a spree, mm-hmm. like as long as I can inflect one or two in there or, or three or four, it's the ten to one rule. Spree is like I was just looking at like I gave myself a little bit of a cushion, probably like the last month that I can get everything I want for the remainder of the year. When is this? podcast coming out because i don't want her to hear this and then try to cut back on me for the remainder no i'm just joking but um but no like uh I, i'm thinking about space at this point i'm a size 14 as well 
So like every box is like real, like is like not saying like all boxes aren't real space, but like I can't like if I different. Yeah, 14 is those boxes sack different. So um but but yeah, I mean there's 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 plenty. Like I I, I look at um like I love everything that um like the Amaya team is doing, right? And every mm-hmm. time they come out with something, I'm like, I I want it and I need to get it. And you know, like yeah. And then the story behind it, and you know, I had, I was at, um, Black just, yeah, yeah, I was at Black Footwear Forum and had a chance to like connect with James and just like his story as well is like, like I want to support him, I want to support Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But also, then I look and it's just like everything they do is dope. Like even if there wasn't yep. a story behind it, which there is, the dopeness of the shoe you want to get behind as well. Yeah, absolutely. And it's when the story's not there, it's a little bit easier to cut. To cut cut it from the collection or, or move on from it and and i did that with um the jordan 2 on my money and i'm like you know what i'm not going to wear this i'm going to be responsible adult with a child now i'm going to pass these on another member um for retail and then like three weeks later passed by i'm like man that box was so dope and yeah. the her group is awesome and then like i knew the fours were coming and i'm like how am i not going to have one two three and four so it just spiraled on me when I was looking, when I when I saw him, he had the fours on, and I was just like, "You got to be kidding me!" Yeah, I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" They were they were like, but, but to your point, um, James is using his platform and his brand and what he's built to, um, you know, deliver a message and, and use his voice, which I, I give him props for. I, I think I saw some of the commentary on the internet was, "I don't want to do this for shoes." then go you don't you don't have to it is an online release happening in two weeks but if you want to you know play by the rules that um james has set out that's that's great and you're supporting his cause and and i love that i love that they're doing that personally i absolutely love the release strategy um and and what he's doing and the approach that he's taking um because at the end of the day like a lot of you know particularly if i look at like the what he's trying to do is make sure people have um you know uh their story around the shoe as well like mm-hmm. I, I always tell people like one of the things like I, I love the concord 11 but one of the things that will always endear to me is what i had to go through to get that shoe like and right. people, like i came from a the generation where you had to work i had to build a relationship with a plug or i had to camp out or i had to line up or yeah. i had to know someone that told me the exact time to go in you know so yeah. when it comes to like like this and, and I'm not knocking. I'm not trying to sound like, oh, man, I've, I, I used to walk to school barefoot or whatever. You're, I'm not, you're, I'm you're not saying everybody class. has to have that story. I'm just saying, like, I came from that generation where you had to yeah. go extra. But I also know the convenience of now of, look, I was on the app and I was able to get it or I went on eBay. Shout out to my platform. and was able to get it. Or are you, um, or are you so savvy? Shout out to Soul or, Savvy. Or shout out to Soul Savvy. <laughs> um exactly so i i know that it's like you know the the convenience of the now you'll never forget you know the grind that you went through knowing that you had to go through that grind at one point like makes you further endear yourself to that those kicks yeah and that's i mean so that's i think a lot of people come from from that era and it's also in turn their frustration with with the current era of sneakers but i think that's one of the positive things that has come from not the not, not convenience, but the the ease of accessibility, the opportunity to buy something online um, has allowed the sneaker culture to grow and the industry to grow. That there's a lot more people wearing shoes, and it's now acceptable to wear sneakers, wear Jordan ones with with a, a dress pants and a dress shirt because hey, it's, it's fashion and style, which is I love to see it. 
but comes with the pain points of, as we see today, as the recording November 8th, um, the lost and found Jordan ones came out and Nike did it the early access by saying you had to take 20 L's on sneakers for Jordan ones, which is a quite a number. Um, L's is a lot of L's, man. Like I've taken a lot yeah. of L's on sneakers over the last like year and a half. I will I'll, like, I am the person who like, I'll take an L I'll do my affirmations. I'm smart. I'm important. Like I'm beautiful. Yeah. I will do my, and then I'll get over it. Right. That is how I am. So, um, yeah. I like, I had to go back. I was like, have I taken 20 L's? Like 20 L's is a lot of L's. But they dropped 56 Jordans a year. Like I think last year's total was, was 53. If I'm not mistaken, I'm talking off the cuff. But like they lose a lot of Jordan ones. Um, my problem was I deleted my sneakers account um, sometime last year and started fresh because I was uh, I was so frustrated with the algorithm. Um uh, we'll digress. That's uh, that that could lead into a, a lengthy podcast. To take us Look, man, I, I will say I've the other thing I, I'll say that may have stopped me now. Now, if I was still on the East Coast, that 10 a.m. drop mm. time, I definitely would have taken 20 hours. The yes. fact that it's 7 a.m. and I'll just be like, uh, 7.15 or I woke up and just like something happened like that will probably have stopped me from getting 20. But I will say this. I've been enjoying the the this phase of restocks. I, I have definitely yeah. like shout out to all the alerts that I sign up for because I have gotten every restock that I was just like mm, thought do I want it? I'm like well now I have it, so I'll I'll decide if it's going go into collection or if it's going to get added to that uh that my my eBay seller account. Yeah, and 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 the, the that's the beauty of, of the kind of the reset we're having with sneakers right now. It's really about. Um, you the consumer and, and the control you have over the product you're buying or the what you're doing with your product versus it being in the hands of someone else and, and trying to get that through a middleman. Um, so I, I've enjoyed kind of how we're resetting this um, this space right now. It's, it's nice. Lost and found ones are going to be exciting. I'm on my name four is going to be exciting, but uh, it's a great time to be a, be a sneakerhead. I think this um, is just exciting. Like yeah. there's a, a lot, lot of, of product. like there's a lot of heat. That I would say Q4 plus September, because I was one of the people who I really enjoyed a lot of September. Like I grew up in the 90s, like I said, like 90s were like really like my teenage years. So when I I have the Georgetown Mitchell and Ness like throwback shorts. So when those Georgetown sixes came out, I was like, I love these. You know, yep. like I was talking to a couple of people like I rocked my fire reds a couple of weeks ago and I was like, these are really dope. Like this is a dope shoe. Very good. Like a very, very, very good shoe. shoe. Like, yeah. all, like I told someone, if the fire red would have come out in 2020, following the last, oh dance, my god, through the roof, through the roof, Fights. right? Fights. Like, Fights. imagine Fights. if they dropped the fire reds like after episode three. Like, come on, yeah. like through the roof. So, you know, I like that shoe, and timing matters. Yeah, lost and found. I'm a. I'm a. I can't. I'm actually excited about the Chicago twos. Like, uh, uh, if I can get my hands on a pair of the orange lobster, shout out to Dion and everything Concepts is doing. I want them. Um, but like, that, actually, like Q4, there's just a lot of heat. I mean, and that's just Nike. Like, shout out to Joe and everything he's doing. Like that that Joe Fresh collection with that last one with New Balance is just like goes crazy. I was in the lottery for AMD. Like, even though they only went up to a 13, I still was like, mm, maybe I can make the squeeze fit. 
you know, or make the shoe fit. You're, squeeze you're a tough, you're a tough size. You feel the pain. Um, we have different size channels in our communities at still savvy, obviously, you know, GS all the way up to, um, 14 plus, And it's the size 13 crew and size 14 crew who at this point, they're like, we just need to start a petition and I don't know what's going get on. brands to make more shoes in our size or more inventory in our size. Cause like the, the demand is there. Or just um, get them to make it. Like how many times do I go on? And it's just not a 14. Like if I have to yeah. go on these apps one more time and see every size run except every size represented except for 14. I'm like representation, Matt, come on. Like today yeah. I went on, tried to get the Zion joints. And what yep. do I see? 13, 13. 15. Yeah. There's a number in between there, man. There's yeah. a number yeah, in yeah. there. I'm like, did the mold for 14 just break? Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to uh, slide into the community in the size fourteen channel to to say your piece. And, uh, I'll be honest, I was like, I'm going to the, I was like, I'm going to the platform. I found a couple of our sellers that I know who, who are my trusted few. My I call them the yeah. circle of trust, who I know that will come with that yeah. fourteen heat. And I was like, I'm just gonna buy them. I was like, I need to get them. Yeah, but yeah, but like, how, where? Why does that's so weird? I've seen that with sneakers, just like random sizes missing, like the the boxes didn't get off the the container um so they just don't have any 11 halves or, or, or 14s super weird collect is a first of its kind peer-to-peer -peer member marketplace app that allows you to buy sell and trade your sneakers a first in the industry with no fees paid to soul savvy on top of that you can showcase and manage your entire collection from the app we built this to empower buyers so prices are lower and more fair Learn more about Collect at www.soulsavvy.com slash collect. Let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, your career, how you got to eBay. I'm going to imagine growing up, you weren't like, I'm going to work in sneakers. Or maybe you did, but at the time, obviously, there was much less opportunity. Um, how, yeah, what has what has your career looked like and how did you get to this point of being the, the, the GM of, of eBay sneakers and streetwear now? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I mean, like for me, um, you know, I I, di I didn't start my career thinking I was going to be in sneakers. I always tell people if I I didn't know um, like five years ago, I wouldn't have known I could have this role because this role probably didn't or not probably, but didn't exist five years ago. So yeah. um, like when I started my career, um, I remember I, I first started out going to college and I was like, OK, or, or in high school, rather, I was like, I like law. Maybe I'll be a lawyer, you know, and then I interned at a law office like it was cool. But I don't know if that's what I want to do, like long term. So mm -hmm. I always was attracted to business. Right. And, um, and and specifically, I liked retail. Like, I don't know what it was about retail. I was just drawn to. So mm -hmm. when I had, had, the, had the opportunity to go to college. When I was in college, I went to um, uh a session where I got a chance to meet the CEO of Lord and Taylor. So department store mm. back East. Yep. And, um, and I ended up getting an internship who, who the CEO to this day is still my mentor. And I got my first taste of like really being in retail. And I liked it because I liked the whole general management aspect of it. So it's relationships. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of finance and PL management. It's fashion. It's aesthetic. It's some marketing and messaging. That really appealed to mm. me. When I graduated college, I was like, look, I, don't, I know this isn't going to be, um, I would say, the highest, 
most profitable job. I had a lot of my friends from college that were going to work for like Goldman and McKinsey yeah. and other places. I was like, but I like it. And then I'll figure it out from there, you know, like, because I had a mentor mm-hmm. that told me, he's like, find what you're passionate about and, and turn it into your career. Cause he said the best person in the world at whatever they are is doing pretty well for themselves. If you're the best mm-hmm. name it, you're going to do pretty well for yourself. So find out mm-hmm. what you're passionate about. And I did that for a number of years, went to college, went to business school, got my MBA. And even in my MBA, I in, ended up in, interning with Morgan Stanley, but like, I just kept feeling drawn to retail. So when I got out of business school, even though I was like, all right, when you go to business school, typically when you graduate, you go into finance, you know, consulting, you know, uh, those sorts of roles. I was like, I'm just go back to retail. That's what I like. And I want to, mm-hmm. I kind of know at this point, the sandbox I want to play in. Now, undergirding all of this stuff from high school to college to postgraduate is my passion as a sneakerhead. I love sneakers. Um, But this is also a time that like, you know, thankfully eBay was around and and we are, I always say we are the OGs, but this wasn't Mm -hmm. eBay and and, and all of our competitors. And it wasn't like what, you know, if, if people were doing resale, it was still because they, you had a plug and you know, you know, they, you know, they connected you to the right inventory. It wasn't what it is today. So even if, so even if you call this what 2012, 2015, it wasn't the landscape it is today. Um, so all of a sudden, as I'm yep. growing in my career, I get to a point where all of a sudden these opportunities start opening up for me to start, you know, either consulting or or advising for stuff that actually is my passion, which is sneakers and apparel. And I'm just like, wow. You know, um, and I'm I'm having various roles at this point. I had taken over did some private equity work where I took over as a CEO of a bad company. I'd done mm-hmm. management consulting, so just like building what I like to call my toolkit. Um, so you know, fast forward to I want to say 2020, 2021. I'm seeing what eBay's doing. Um, I'm fortunate because I know a couple people at the company. And I was like, look, I like what y'all are doing, like, you know. There's ever any opportunities, like let me know. And we had kind of like talked about a number of roles. And this is one of the things I always say, like, whether you get a job or you don't get a job, like always maintain relationships because a no for a certain role doesn't mean a no forever. And I had interviewed at eBay and there are some roles that weren't right for me. And then they came back and were like, hey, you know, I was this this role opened up and I reached out to some people and I was like, hey, I'm really interested in this role. So when I go into interview, it's not like I'm an unknown quantity. Like they know who I am. Like I'm interviewing mm-hmm. with some of the same people. They're like, hey, it was really great talking to you before. Like, and I can actually now focus on not just introducing myself to them, but like telling them like why I think I'd be a great fit for this role and this opportunity. So, you know, eBay for me, and, and then I go on and obviously get the role and everything. So for me, it really was an opportunity to um not only do something I'm super passionate about, which is like run business and be 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 a GM, but also do it in a space that I love. Like this is tell everyone, this is the most fun I've had in my career. Like I love where I'm at in my career and I'm just thankful for the opportunity. Yeah. Um, but also like, you know, work with a team that I'm familiar with, people that, you know, challenge me every day that I can challenge and and just do some really cool stuff. So um it's been amazing. Like, you know, I would say the things that I focused on, you know, in my career is like understanding what I'm passionate about, being dogged about, you know, pursuing what I'm passionate about and also 
being dogged about not pursuing what I'm not passionate about. Like, I think it's important to try stuff. So, you know, like, Hey, this works and this doesn't work. Yeah. And you can, so if, yeah. if there's options, you can be like, look, I know which route I want to go this route. I don't want to go. So that whole lane is closed off. If it's a highway, that whole lane is closed off and I can focus on driving in the lanes that I think like get me to the destination I want to get to. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it's obviously a long time coming for you to, get to this point to, to work in sneakers and have a role where you can obviously make an impact. Um, but it was about setting that, that foundation. Sometimes that foundation can take yeah. years or, or, or decades, but you planted the right seeds and, and you were patient and found the, found the right role. And, and to your point, like sneakers has evolved so much evolved recently. I mean, look, and um, I mean, we started so savvy four years ago. Um, there's tons of now, you know, competitors. I don't even say competitors. I think there's tons, tons of innovation happening in the space now across the spectrum that is just good for this sneaker consumer. And um, to, to your point, eBay has eBay is the the OG um, in sneakers, which is why I personally, selfishly, as a sneakerhead and the CEO, uh, am happy to see you in charge of um, and responsible for for eBay sneakers because. At the end of the day, yes, you know we have a we have a business to run. Um, we got metrics to hit, we goals to hit, we yada yada, all that, all that crap. At the end of the day, you're still passionate. You understand um, the struggle of, of the consumer, what they're looking for. You live and breathe it. Continue to to still do that, and there's a massive um, benefit to that. That's why I'm equally super thankful for, for Turhan on my team, who you've met. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. I, I I mean, as far as um, you know a fit for a team and culture to run our product engineering teams. Like that's, that's the guy. And, and people ask, well, how do you, how do you know he's succeeding or, or he's happy? I'm like his sneaker collection in 12 months went from a hundred to 200. He, he's loving the gig. <laughs> loving the gig. He's loving the gig. Right? And, and, but that's, that's great. That's great for my customers. No, it's great for, for your customers. It's great for eBay to have people running verticals um, who they genuinely care about because putting in someone who's just like, you know, pushing spreadsheets and, and not looking at the impact on the culture and the people, um, it can get, it can get dangerous or, or not. It's not going to be good for the consumer. The yeah. Day, you, so. you, you lack the context. I think like, you know, exactly. And this is like, I always tell people like, I'm a big numbers guy. I used to, at one retailer, I helped run like a data analytics um, team. So I, I, I appreciate numbers and, and, and all that other Absolutely. stuff. You have to run like a, a healthy business. Um, you also have to have the context to know what those numbers mean, right? And you have to have yep. the context of the sector, of the consumer, um, while and it needs to be a really healthy balance of quantitative, qualitative. Like for you, particularly for you to, um, like I would say, function in this sector. And I think probably, you know, if, if we were talking motors and, and other sectors, they would probably say the same mm-hmm. thing. But I'm not, I'm just talking sneakers. So like, I know that like the, the potential of, of showing up the wrong way if you're not the right person is pretty high. Like, and this is yeah. a community that you'll hear from. Like I, I do say like, Absolutely. We, have a, we have a vocal community and I think people want people who um, can do the roles. Cause you want, like, again, you want healthy business. I don't think anyone wants anyone that can't run a business. Cause then, you know, all of a sudden no, absolutely. things go out of business, but like, or, or things go bad. But I think what they want is also people who respect the culture and respect sneaker culture. And, um, and I always tell folks, if I weren't in my role, a lot of the behavior I exhibit in my role as a sneakerhead, I'd still do. 
Like I was always up on what the releases are. I was always yeah. curious about the collection. I always yeah. had to connect in a plug, like to my sneakers. Yeah. I like yeah. these are but like I I was all like I was a fan of what eBay and and others were doing like before I was here. Like I like mm-hmm. I was going like saw the PJ ad. I like that man. Keep it up. You know what I mean. And that's before I was on the team. So like what I do is now like work in it. But like I was, you know, some of the behaviors that I need to be successful in my role. I was exhibiting before I got here. Yeah, and that's a a blessing personally because if you feel any way that I do, I think I worked twelve hours yesterday. Um, slept seven, spent four hours with my family. And uh, not a single minute of those 12 hours felt like work to me because, like, I was, uh, one, obviously building a company I'm very passionate about, but, like, I love sneakers. I love the culture. So, hey, the team wants to hop on on a half-hour call to jam on Lost and Found marketing. Sign me up. Sign me up. (laughs) Cherry Cherry 11 rollout campaign? I'm I'm in there, right? And um, that's fun. That's a lot of fun personally, and it's super rewarding um, through difficult times and, and good times. Yeah, I mean, we were on a call earlier today and we were talking about some of the stuff that we have going on at eBay, right? Like mm. last week, um, we 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 announced and launched our partnership with Blue to Great and did this dope, um, you know, nice. artwork um, that I can't wait for for for, for everyone to see. Um, we had the neck face. Uh, we're at SneakerCon, um, uh, the week uh, Bay Area, the weekend of the 12th and 13th of November. We're you know, helping to launch our net face campaign for his SB dunk. And then we have um uh and then we have uh uh complex con and then our skate em out campaign to help launch um in, in, in December we have our skate em out and to help launch the eBay security now. Like we're on calls like planning this stuff and my team just sees me with this big smile on my face and I was just like this is this is it's work, but it's not work. Like this is so yo. Like the like y'all realize what we're doing? Like it's, yeah. it's a lot of work. It's you know, you are like to your point, like it can be like super long hours. Um, but like you're just having a blast doing it. Yeah. No, I hundred percent. And I and I think to to the earlier point of um, you know, being a passionate person with subject matter expertise in the field you're working in. Um, the wear them out and you said skate them out, which reminded me of wear them out. You guys did, yeah. um, I want to say it was, it was in May. Um, you opened up a, yeah, a pop-up store, um, in Fairfax, Memorial Day mm-hmm. long again. Um, I loved the concept, um, tell the people about that a little bit. And, 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 and for me, it's like, I don't think that exists <laughs> without you at, at the helm going, how can we make this more fun for people and, and give back to the community? Yeah, I appreciate that. It was uh, it was the team. Um, I I played a, a a role in it, but like you know, um, like like one of the things I'm proud of is that we have a team of folks that are like connected to the culture, right? And mm-hmm. one of the things we also realize is that like while we we are the OGs, like we have folks that have been with us since late '90s, early 2000s, and we got folks that got exposed to us when we launched AG, and then we have a lot of people that haven't really um, been on our platform. So we need to really communicate to the overall sneaker community. And one of the mm-hmm. things we've been seeing is just like the, you know, hashtag wear your kicks and, and rock your kicks and, and people just talking about like, um, 
you know, to the point I was making earlier, that feeling you get when you first put those sneakers on. And we want to do something that would feel cool, that would, um, you know, create some buzz, but ultimately, like, just tie into that. Like, where it's not just about, like, um, you know, uh, even though we love resale, it's not just about resale. It's about reselling, wearing, you know, our, um, you know, the the subphrase was uh, uh, rock them or, or stock them. The choice is yours. Right. We want to give people that yeah. choice and freedom. But where I'm out, what we did was we opened up the store on Fairfax right next to Soul Sage. Shout out to, you know, Eddie and Lane at Soul Sage. They're amazing partners with us um, in L.A. And um, we had offset uh, curate um, the about about 30 shoes. We did three days, 10 shoes a day um, yeah. where we would give a special, you know, uh, discount on the shoes if you did the wear them out path. So we had a cement, grass and and dirt sort of pathway that you yeah. have to put the shoes on and walk over and then wear them out of the store to get the discount. And, and yeah. the reception that we got, I mean, we pulled up. We launched it on a Friday. We pulled up Thursday and I thought something was wrong. I remember because we were right next to Soul Sage and we saw these guys outside with tents. So I look at Eddie and Lane. I was like, what is releasing tomorrow that people are lined up outside your store? And they were like, they're not lined up outside our store. They're lined up for wear them out. And I was just like, hold on. People are camping out for where like, first of all, like camping out is like if you camp out, like I'm, I you have, sure, a, yeah. you have a special place in my heart if you're a camping camper. Like yeah, if you are yeah, camping yeah. out, like I, I respect that. So, yeah. and then we come back the next morning and we're doing all the stuff, and the same people are there, and we're getting pictures throughout the night. Like, oh, the, the line's getting longer, the line's getting longer to the point that like we're two blocks deep in a line on Fairfax, like for, for reception. And it wasn't just the first day. It was Friday, yeah. Saturday, it was Sunday. And it was just really an amazing opportunity for us to like show up for the community, engage like, you know, such an important market like LA, mm -hmm. but also just do something where we celebrate, you know, that feeling we all get where we, you know, we, when we rock our sneakers and um, yeah. something that, you know, like, as we think about skate them out, we saw some success with it. And we're just like, Hey, like one of the things that we've been hearing from the community is when we doing another wear them out, when you doing another wear them out. So as we yeah. look at like, you know, 20th anniversary of uh, Nike SB, as you look at um, the, uh, the success of wear them out, it's sort of like, okay, you know, we think we had something really good with Ram out. We've been working with the SB team and it's like, what would be dope is to honor, you know, Sandy and the, you know, the, the, this iconic uh, charity dunk um, to do something mm -hmm. with both Bodecker foundation where we embrace skateboard culture as well. And we're going to do a skate them out um, in, in Portland um, in December. Nice. Nice. I love that. So I, I don't, I don't know if you mentioned the discount, but it was 70% um right yeah, it was up to 70 percent off so we had everything yeah. from you know um you know i think the lowest price i saw was about uh i can't remember the exact shoe but it was a pair of off-white uh shoes and they were i want to say like 60 or 70 dollars like the the discount oh, wow. was significant um, yeah, but, but I think that was, I think the lowest that we had, but they went up to 70 off. I mean, like I, to this day, am still beating myself up that like, there was one pair I should have bought there. And I was like, no, no, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to like be the GM. And then like, 
you know, buy a pair of shoes. This needs to go back to the community. And every time it was a pair of, um, it was a pair of Travis Scott, uh, I think Travis Scott sixes, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, um, I was like, do I need them? And I was going back and forth and I was like, nah, I was like, I'm going to leave them for the community. And like, even to the point that my wife was like, I can't believe you didn't buy them. Like, why wouldn't you buy them? And, you know, um, but, but, you know, I say all that to say there's somebody walking around with them on right now who is Some, a part of the community that waited in line or camped out and went the extra mile. Yeah. So, you know, I'm more than happy that that person has them on their feet and not, and, and they're not in my collection. You you got it. So I'm assuming with Skate them Out, you're going to wear Nike SB Dunks. And if you skate, literally skate out of the store you can get them at the same let's say there's some sort of discount is that fair yeah, yeah I, we don't, I don't know what I, I need to connect with the team and see what what from a from a we're finalizing the details we're, we're finalizing yeah, yeah, those yeah. details but yeah i mean yeah. like we we also want to make so, it safe we don't want people who can't skate trying to like skate it out and then all of a sudden like you know um people walking around in and and an ankle bracelet yeah. ankle braces yeah. but um but no, but we're, we're finalizing the detail. What I can tell you is that similar to Wearing Out is going to be a really dope activation. Like with all of our events, we're going to partner with some of our sellers. Um, it's 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 going to be a really cool activation, and I'm just you know um, you know super excited for us to be you know in a position where we can um, have these sorts of events and have the partners um, be a part of like what I think is going to be one of a one of the really cool. I don't think it'll be the I'm not going to say it's going to be the biggest moment of the sneaker year, but it'll be a cool moment in the sneaker community. Well, I think, I think what we're seeing a lot right now in sneakers is um, people want, they want experiences, IRL, you know, they want to do things in real life. We got cooped up for, for two years with sneakers and it was like about just like clicking buttons and how fast you yeah. potentially do that to, to beat a bot or like it took away some of the culture. And um, that's yeah. why we're excited to, you know, ramp up, um, just events, community event. That's why we're doing the event in um, in LA coming up probably before this, after this podcast. Um, we just community is so important to us too. Like that's one of the reasons why we, and we've seen y'all there. That's one of the reasons why we we work so closely with our partners at SneakerCon, you know, show up at the complex. It's a great opportunity for us to really engage with, with the communities, um, you know, buyers, sellers, like face-to-face and create just like, you know, an immersive experience um, where we can yeah, just like, absolutely um, and, and also build relationship because as you know, um, look, we wouldn't be on this, you know, I wouldn't be on this, the podcast without relationship. Like it's just super important to everything that's in the community. Yeah. I mean, look, as an industry, um, we're all going to um, win together and, and make the space better. And um, you know, the, the secondary market, is is an important one it's just for me always been about how do we make that as fair and um yeah equitable as possible for for the consumer and and I, you said something that triggered oh the, the idea of like wearing your shoes out and feeling like a superhero um literally the only reason that exists is to help people wear their shoes yeah. um which is such a simple con idea and concept but that's what inspired us to start the business um but look, I, I appreciate. I feel like we could probably talk for yeah, we could talk two hours, and, <laughs> and no one would no one would listen to the back half of the podcast. So let's let's. I appreciate you taking the time to join us. Let's wrap a little bit with kind of two questions. Yep. Um, you know, focused on on yourself and giving some guidance to the the next era or the next generation of um, 
not even senior heads, um, business people, anyone looking to focus on a passion. Um, one, what is some advice you'd give 19 year old self yourself, um, or really anyone in this industry, what would you tell them now if they're trying to get their careers going? Yeah, I would say, um, particularly the early, early stages of your career, it can be, um, I think super difficult to see your end goal, like when you're kind mm-hmm. of going through it. And what I would say is stay focused on the bigger picture. Um, one of the things I think that I was taught at an early stage, I really tried to embrace was like, just build up your skill set. Like you're not, yeah. it's not like you're, um, uh, be a sponge. time or like, you know, you're, you're, yeah, be a sponge. And it's not like you'll waste time or it's not like any of your efforts in vain. If you're continuing to develop yourself, like that yep. is one of the things I'll say, I don't think I'd be in my, in the place in my career. I am now, if I hadn't done some stuff that, you know, and, and had some experience that um, may not at the time have tied perfectly, but in mm-hmm. retrospect, it added to my toolkit of experiences where not only can am I passionate about the job, I have the confidence and the confidence to know I can do the job. Like, so yeah, that's absolutely. what I would say is like, don't lose faith. You know, don't lose um, faith when you're going through some tough times, like keep, keep focused on the big picture um, because ultimately, it, you know, n- you know your end goal and and if you're you know build up the tool the the skills and the tools that you need to help you get there yeah and and i'll I'll add to that even if you don't know what the end goal is or the big picture and and that ambiguity is a little unsettling the best thing you can do is just try to make yourself better and that kind of ties to your point 100 percent agree learn things you know be a sponge trying to be a swiss army knife um there's nothing like coming into your first job or career and you're like you know i can do like five things and i'm gonna stick the one they ask and i'm gonna get better at that right yeah, and um, everyone's everyone's got their journey um yeah that's that's um really that's a that was my question and, and, a, and a great way to end it because i always want to leave some um, some inspiration for people and um something to to, to leave off with thinking about um because i know there's a lot of uh a lot of young kids who are now just getting into shoes yeah. um my started just re- reselling singers, but now love the culture. I've heard that a handful of times. Uh, Mike just getting into shoes for the first time and um, don't know what to what to do potentially. Um, in shoes or not, and um, it's, it's it's great advice to hear from you, someone who's been through it all at this point in their career. I appreciate it. DP. Couldn't agree more. Hey, I got one yeah. question for you. What's on feet right now? I've got my. Uh, I think it's the Fear of God California. Okay. It's, okay. It's, it's 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 hot out here. Um, I got to keep the feet somewhat cool. Um, I got my Joe Fresh Goods nine nine three in pink. Um, I like the pink. back at the. Yes, yeah, so my wife saw them and now I'd asked for a pair, and uh, thankfully a, a member had a pair, so I grabbed that from them for resale. Um, so now I got a pair coming to my wife to make. I I, I don't know if you heard me earlier. The ten to one rule: you buy ten, she gets one. That's, That's how you survive. That's how you survive. All the all the married sneakerheads out there, ten to one, got to do it. I think it's a good rule to live by, my man. Yeah, um, Gary, thank you for joining us. Um, appreciate you taking the time, and uh, best luck with uh, everything you do personally and and professionally. Awesome, DP. I really appreciate you uh, uh, giving me the opportunity to come on and join you. Um, safe travels, my friend. Um, looking forward to to uh, connecting with you uh, a lot more often, and 
thank you and the Souls Avid community. What y'all are doing is, is super inspirational. Um, y'all are uh, engaging a, a community and, and showing showing how um, the power of the sneaker community and also how to how, how we can like support each other and and make everything mm-hmm. more active and do it in a really dope and authentic way. So really appreciate you and the team and thank you again for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Savvy Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on social media at Soul Savvy with one V on all platforms. To learn more about Soul Savvy and join our community, please visit www.soulsavvy.com slash join.